Welcome to the Come Follow Me for You and Me podcast, a podcast following the Come Follow Me curriculum from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm your host, Ashley Lottenan-Singchun. In this podcast, I will share lessons with short thoughts and impressions from our weekly lessons and leave you with an invitation each time of ideas to ponder or things to do to put in action in your life. I'm excited to learn and grow with you as we all learn more about following the Savior. Thanks for being here. started today on today's episode, I wanted to tell you about a fun thing I have felt inspired to start. So you may have seen this um, posted on my Instagram page, but if not, I'll tell you about it here as well. Um, The title of this podcast is Come Follow Me For You And Me, as you know, and I feel like that you up to this point have heard a lot from me and I want to start learning more from you. So one thought I had to do this is for me to start a study group around Come Follow Me. So here are the logistics of what I have in mind, I guess, for that. So the logistics are that we will have a group me chat. And if you haven't used that before, it's a really easy way to send messages. It's like a group chat feature, but it's a lot easier, I feel like, in my opinion. So we'll do it there. And on the group me chat, I will ask questions um, about the come follow me lesson each week and that we can discuss and the questions will just merely be there to help facilitate discussion. And if you ever have uh, things that you want to talk about, I would love for you to facilitate that discussion as well. And then along with that, we will have one live Zoom call a month where we can connect and talk about the big takeaways from the month that we've had that month so far. So... Um, you may be wondering who is this for and it's really for everyone anyone is invited to be a part of this but it's especially for people who are looking to enhance their studies with other people maybe people who are wanting to hear other people's thoughts and insights and maybe you are the only member of the church in your family or you're the only one that um, is interested in studying come follow me maybe you're the only person in your apartment or area or whatever it may be Maybe you're just looking for extra support when it comes to Come Follow Me. This is for you as well. So I'll put the details to get started in the description of this episode. And you can also visit my Instagram page to learn more there as well. So I cannot wait to learn from all of you. And with that, we'll get started with the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Come Follow Me for You and Me podcast. Um, I have a special guest on today's episode, and it's my little sister, Chelsea, so I'm super excited to get her on here. We actually, this is our second time recording this, because we did it on Sunday, and the technology gods were against us or something, and it didn't save, so we're, this is take two. So, Chelsea, do you want to kind of introduce yourself? Yeah, definitely. So I am five years younger than Ashley and her twin sister, Michelle. And I currently live in Ivins, Utah, which is right by St. George. And we have a two-year-old girl, no, sorry, three-year-old girl and a one-year-old little boy. And my husband is in medical school here. So I um, take care of my kids and try to stay sane and 
that's my life I guess but it's good sometimes I think taking care of little children is a lot of it's a lot but it's a wonderful blessing I know it's a wonderful blessing (laughs) yes oh my gosh I feel like I feel you Chelsea so we have this like ongoing group message between our sister Michelle and our mom as well and I think that I've been explaining a lot of how our son Boston's been and so I 100% feel you on this like (laughs) this is really hard (laughs) yeah and then they go to sleep and now I'm like, oh, they're like the best children ever. And they are the best children ever, right? Yeah, for sure. You just instantly forget the whole day that was so hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 But so I guess maybe. thank goodness for nap times and bedtimes to help reset. <laughs> I agree. Everyone. So, well, awesome. So I invite, I, I wanted Chelsea to be on this week particular on the podcast because it's the Christmas week for Come Follow Me and so Chelsea and our sister Michelle and our sister-in-law BJ and our mom are part of, we ha- have a group called Sunday Studies and Chelsea had the idea to make, um, so I guess drop back a couple seconds there. Sunday Studies, we go live every Sunday on our Instagram page and we sh- normally share thoughts around a general conference talk. And Chelsea had a thought for December that every Sunday we should have um the Sunday live should be about Christmas. And we did a poll on for our followers of what words remind them of Christmas. And so Chelsea compiled those and we split them up. And Chelsea started off December on the Sunday studies with, was it baby Jesus or baby? Yeah, it was just baby Jesus and nativity. Okay. And she shared some like really touching thoughts. And so I just thought that it would be perfect for her to come on um, this week. So Chelsea, do you want to just kind of jump in to like what you, what stood out to you and what you shared on Sunday studies? Yeah. So one part that was something I haven't really studied much or researched much, researched much was um, like the witnesses and the people who came to visit the savior after he was born. And so I was looking more into like the shepherds and more into the wise men. And I wanted to read some quote. I was reading in Jesus, the Christ about um, the, the shepherds and the wise men and the okay. importance of having those two different um, like witnesses of the savior's birth, essentially. Yeah. So I'm going to read some quotes from that and share some thoughts first. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts, I'm looking right here. Um, it will be observed that the testimonies concerning the birth of the Messiah are from two extremes the lowly shepherds in the Judean field and the learned magi from the far East. We cannot think this is a result of mere chance, but that in it may be discerned the purpose and wisdom of God. All Israel was looking forward to the coming of the Messiah and in the birth of Jesus at Bethlehem, the hope of Israel, though unknown to Israel is fulfilled. Messiah of whom the prophet spake is born. There must be those who can testify of that truth and hence to the shepherds who watched their flocks by night. So we know that um, after the shepherds were visited by the angel, this is they went with haste to find Mary and Joseph. And when they had seen it, they made um, like known abroad the saying, which is told them concerning this child. So the shepherds told as many people as they could, right? Um, but being shepherds, they obviously couldn't tell like everyone. They couldn't yeah. tell um, maybe people of a higher class or people like King Herod, 
for instance. Yeah. And so then um, it continues to go on from there saying that there was, so there was a low, there were people among the Jews whom these lowly shepherd witnesses could not reach. Hence, God raised up another class of witnesses, the wise men from the East. Witnesses that could enter the royal place or the royal palace of proud King Herod and boldly ask, where is he that is born King of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the East and are come to worship him. A testimony that startled Herald and troubled all Jerusalem. So this is the part I absolutely love. Um, so that indeed God raised up witnesses for himself to meet all classes and conditions of men. The testimony of angels for the poor and the lowly, the testimony of wise men for the haughty king and proud priests of Judea. And I think that is like, every time I read that still, I think it's just amazing to hear like God's wisdom and God's obviously hand in all of this. And just how God wanted everyone to know the Savior's birth. He wanted everyone to have a chance to hear that his son was born. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful that Jesus is for everyone. Like that one example right there shows that. Right. For everyone, right? Right. Because it makes me think, you know, off around, like, one of the big parts of the Christmas story is, you know, that he was born in a manger and in such humble circumstances. And as you're reading that, I mean, maybe, you know, we've been taught this. He like, I don't know, like the reason why, but it just struck me again, I guess, that if he would have been born or, I don't know, come in some like big majestic way, then he would mm -hmm. maybe would have seemed unreachable for the people like those shepherds or, mm -hmm. you know, people in um, lower classes that you know, would have never heard from him, you know? So it's just, it, it is interesting. It's just interesting to me also that like, there's like the shepherds that knew first before yeah. he heard, before like, these like people, uh, like high class citizens, it was like these humble shepherds were the first witnesses, at least that we, as we know from like scriptures, they went and saw the savior first because right. They saw um, has him as a baby. At least that's how it depicts. Like when we recorded this the first time, we were talking about the Christ, the Christ child video, right? It shows that the wise or the shepherds came and saw the savior when he was just brand new. And that what the wise men didn't show up until he was almost a toddler. So mm -hmm. I just think there has to be some like significance for that fact that like he, he did come in such humble circumstances to, to be more reachable for yeah for them you know it's like i feel like maybe a majority of the world is in those those humble circumstances not all like there's maybe more people there than like less people up in like high class positions like in kings and kingdom you know i, I don't know if that makes sense mm -hmm. like no yeah i see yeah and it just makes you realize too like um i think in different situations in our life it can be easy I mean, the natural man part is to, like forget god sometimes right or to like not yeah. remember our savior but i think he was showing like it doesn't matter like what class you are on earth. Right. But you all need like our savior. Like it yeah. doesn't matter where you came from, like your status on earth, but like ultimately we're all, we all have no hope without our savior. Yeah. That's a cool thought too. And it makes me think of like the temple, like in the temple. I mean, I guess it makes me think of the temple in the sense that like there we are all like equal. Yeah. You know? um, when you go there, you don't know, how who makes more money than who you know it's like in the temple we're all and like the same 
Mm-hmm. I just didn't think about that, I guess, like your comment that we all, we all need him no matter what our circumstance of life is. Yeah. For every single person. Yeah. And I love that. And I feel like that, like, um, so there's a video we were talking about before this, Yeah, that the church, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints put out like a week ago and it's called why we need a savior. And, um, at the beginning, I feel like it's kind of depressing, right? Like you yeah. see, you just see not depressing, but it is a little bit like you see this world that you're like, you know, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It just talks about like what life would be like without a savior, how it's like hopeless, like wounds never heal. There's no forgiveness. Like there's no hope if say you have depression or there's been a loss in your life. Yeah. And I was like, the reason he was born that night in Bethlehem was to change all that. Right. Yeah. So that we do live in a world that we can progress and we can have hope. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, it's like contrast. It's like, wow, <laughs> we yeah. really are the savior. Like the whole world would be different without him. Right. And I'm going to, um, after this part of recording with between Chelsea and I, I'm going to uh, record, I guess, just the audio of that video. And so it will be after this. But Chelsea told me about that before we started recording. So we watched it together. And it was, it's so powerful. I think that's like one of my all time favorite aspects. Or I, I don't know if that's the right word, but like, um, truth, I guess, for that we have a savior is that we can progress and we can change and we can become better. Yeah. You know, and I feel like, you know, in those circumstances, it's like all about progression. Like I feel like it hits close to hits close to me. Like at times, like I've experienced depression and anxiety in life, and like the thought of like that would be the reality forever if there wasn't a savior. Oh. It's like yeah, right, and like all those things. Like, can you imagine like forever feeling those ways? Like, and like it just makes me feel even more grateful for the fact that we have a savior that mm-hmm. him those that's not our reality like yeah wrongs are will be made right and you know everything will be okay someday and I think it's one of my absolute favorite um things about the fact that we have a savior and I don't know if that makes sense no yeah no yeah I totally agree with that I had like so I, when you said I had like two thoughts two yeah. I have like I think in our family, a lot of us maybe struggle with some anxiety, depression. Yeah. Right? I don't right? yes. I know that. <laughs> we yeah. talked about this before. Um, and I was just thinking like, I, so I see a, like a therapist currently and um, I just, just with like the anxiety and depression, we always talk about how, like one thing is like, tell yourself, like, I am safe. Like maybe the, the anxiety can feel so real and so like strong. Right. Yes. Yeah. But I was thinking like with, I just, I just, what you, when you said that, I just felt so grateful for my savior that like, I can say like, I'm safe. Like, I'm okay. Like, yeah. right. Like, I don't know. Just that. Like, I can say that it's not just like, right. there's something that feels good. Like it's true. And then I had another thought. So I I'm coming into this after, I don't know why this week has been like hard mom week, but I kind of, maybe I sounded like it in the beginning, <laughs> but I feel like I've been less patient with my, like my children, like less enjoying them, just less. I just know I'm not like the mom I want to be, but I'm having a hard time getting out of this like funk. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, I just hit me. Like, I'm so grateful as well for our savior. Like, especially this week that like our, my weaknesses that I, this is not permanent and that I can do better every day and I can ask for forgiveness 
I can ask for help and that he will make me like better. Cause sometimes you, like, do you feel like you're, you're doing certain things, you're living your life. And, like this is not how I want it to be. And I yeah. feel like I'm so grateful for the hope also with overcoming weaknesses and that yes. that's possible through our savior. And it, it's like a real power that we can access. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 100%. I feel like there's so many, like there's nights I'm like, Oh, today wasn't a good day, but like, <laughs> I want, I'm like, I feel grateful for the next day that hopefully will be better, you know? Yeah. Like, and I, I love that fact that like, I think that's like personal development or growth or improvement is something that I just love. And I feel like really passionate about, cause I just feel, and maybe this is like bad, but I, I can see so many areas in my life where I need to get better. And so I, I like, it just makes me feel grateful that that that's not who like all these areas of life where I feel like I'm not doing very good at like I can get better too mm-hmm. I, I can be more patient mom like our night was kind of rough getting Boston to bed like for some reason he's yeah. anti-clothes now and <laughs> like he can't go to bed without his clothes on because he just is not trusted with just his diaper <laughs> and it's like you guys don't wear clothes and yeah I think that you would have it would have seemed like we are doing something really mean to him tonight putting clothes on him <laughs> by his reaction and then same yeah. us feel like oh my word just put your clothes on you know <laughs> like, so it just the night ended like rough but I can guarantee tomorrow morning he's just been the happiest little guy like so right so and like it just like will rejuvenate all of us so we'll all be like well let's do this again you know like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's because of the savior because we can we can have each new day and it's a quote each new day is a new day for us is a new day for us to begin to change or something yeah like not possible because of the savior yeah and i just and feel I, so grateful no i agree and i'm so grateful like like you said like boston when you wake up in the morning i think you'll just be like mom like ah, you know yeah. and i feel like on these nights that we maybe we're hard on ourselves like our savior still loves us like his love didn't change all of a sudden when i had maybe a bad like a, not a harder mom day his yeah. love is constant still, which just gives me yeah. hope that like he's not. I don't know. He wants me to change, of course, but his love is just constant. Yeah, I, like I love that. that. Um, I was as you're talking for some reason. I just wanted to share this other quote that I shared in Sunday studies. Yeah, yeah. And it was so. This was on like the front page of the ComeUntoChrist.org website just recently. Okay. Is just why we need Jesus Christ. Okay. And I love the. It's by um, Elder Christofferson. And I just, yeah, I'll just share just, yeah. uh, some parts. It says, when we talk about the birth of Jesus Christ, we appropriately reflect on what was to follow. His birth was infinitely significant because of themes he would experience and suffer so that he might better succor us all. They all culminated in his crucifixion and resurrection. So of course, we're so good for our savior for what his birth meant, you know, like what, what eventually it would mean for us. And I also like this part. He says, I also think it's appropriate this time of year just to think about that baby in the manger. Don't be too overwhelmed or occupied with what is to come. Take a quiet, peaceful moment to ponder the beginning of his life, the culmination of heavenly prophecy with the earthly beginning for him. Take time to relax, be at peace, and see this little child in your mind. Do not be too concerned with what may be coming in his life or yours. Instead, take a peaceful moment to contemplate perhaps the most serene moment in the history of the world. When all of heaven rejoice with the message, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So I like that time that this is take time to relax and be at peace and see this little child in your mind. So as we're 
as we're like working on like progressing and we all, we're all coming into Christmas with different situations. Right. And I think all of us can like feel the peace as we think about just that night when he was born and what it means for us right now too, even I think. Yeah. That's awesome. Charles is really, that's like, is really profound. But yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Christmas. I feel like I need you. I feel like I need to get my head in like, <laughs> like I want to have more peace uh, while thinking about our savior, you know, like yes, more. No, I agree. <laughs> for a second and just relax. I think <laughs> that's why yes. I'm saying that. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like it's like, I don't know. It's been like hard for me to feel that. I don't know why. It's hard for me to feel like, okay, yeah, Christmas is in like three days, right? No. Yeah. Like, I think it's because like I'm living in a warm climate now and so it doesn't feel like it physically. It was 71 degrees here today. So it's like it doesn't feel like Christmas how like Christmas no. really felt to me in the past, like cold, you know? Yeah. So to get in that mindset of like I don't know. If that right. makes sense. No, I no, I know what you mean that it's that Christmas like feel in your heart, just that happiness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So hopefully people listening to this, they will help feel that <laughs> part, you know? And I, I, I love right. all the things that you've shared um, so far. Thank you. Um, I guess in like, in all of this, I just keep thinking of like, I know at the end we give like, you often like ask for invitation. I would just keep thinking about that invitation as we talk about this. Yeah. Um, I was thinking as we, as we heed like Elder Christopherson's counsel to think about his birth, um, I think individually we could all ponder like why we need a savior, right? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Ponder why he came and how his coming has changed your like our lives specifically. And so it's like I guess like that's like just something for everyone to think about. Maybe that's like my invitation today is to ponder <laughs> yeah, why he came and how his coming has changed your life. Okay. I love that. And I think as we do that, I like I, I need to do that more intently, I think. And I know, like, we'll feel the spirit of Christmas more, right? We'll feel the spirit of Christ more as we ponder on that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, thank you, Charles. Charles. Oh, this is so great. I just loved um, your thoughts. Like I said, I just feel like that when you shared that Sunday studies, it just felt so profound to me. And I feel like it, it's something that I had not thought about before. So, sorry, I don't think it's here in the background. Our cats are going crazy around me, and they just like bump into one of Tommy's toys. And so you can maybe hear one of Tommy's toys in the background. <laughs> They're like, they, at night, I thought they come alive. They get like the zoomies, we call it. They just like go all crazy all over. Oh, yeah. Like, here. <laughs> so sorry. That like disrupted no. nice. No, not spirit. at all. I'm trying to think of an experience of my life. Um, Maybe that I could share how it's changed my life. Yeah. Uh, there's like many. Trying to think of like what exactly one to share. Um, maybe I'll, is that okay if I share like one? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I need to say why he's helped me like, change my life so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just share. Maybe like most. Maybe I'll just share like most recently, like one experience I had. Okay. And I think I, I, I mentioned right that we have um like some mental health, right? Like I feel like we, I like we deal with anxiety, depression, I think. Yes. Yeah. Family a lot, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I realized my whole life when I look back on my life, I think it's been, you know, like it's been 
a lot longer than I like recognized, I think what was going on. Uh, But then, um, so I, Wesley, my little boy, he turned one in October and I kind of stopped nursing in September, October. And for some reason, I don't know if it was the change, you know, just (laughs) everything with that. Yeah. But I feel like I hit like really rock bottom, like with depression and with anxiety. Like I feel like they kind of go like hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Depression, you're never going to go away. You get anxious about your depression and then you get sad right. about that. It's right. like, why can't I be normal? Like, why can't I just not have this and just be a happy mom? Right. It's a, like, it's a, like a downward cycle. But I feel like September and October this year were like extremely difficult. Like I remember days where I was like, Okay. Like you just have to get up. Like even when I think about it though, I cringe sometimes still. Like I can't go back to it sometimes all the way yet. Like how I was really struggling. Um, and of course, like I sought like professional help. Like I sought like a therapist. I sought like to receive like medication, you know? Um, and I also sought a lot of priesthood blessings and all my priesthood blessings were very, um, like I wanted it to just be like, okay, it's gone. Like you're yeah. better now. Like, yeah. you know, of course you always, I feel like you want that. They were all very like, I'll get better. And you have to be patient. Like every single one was like, it's going to get better. You just have to be patient. And I truly feel like, um, I just think about like why we need a savior and like how I need a savior. I feel like the only way I felt hope in that time ultimately was like, I knew it would get better. Yeah. I trust that. I'm not, I, the only reason it would get better is because of our savior. Yeah. And it's not like a hundred percent better to this day, but it's better where I can like, I feel like enjoy my children more. I enjoy being a mom more. I can like enjoy what I do more and feel like more purpose in it. Yeah. And it's getting better. And I, I've just seen them like just from this one instance. And then I have, and then anxiety just like plays with your mind. Like it makes you think like, oh, what if I get in that low again? And it makes you scared. Cause I'm like, I don't want to go there again. Yeah. <laughs> but I just have to keep trusting like, and I had a therapist one time in college that was like, you've gotten through everything in your life so far with your savior. Like, do you think you can't get through the next thing? Like, and I just, I remember like, that was so powerful to me because I had been talking to her about like my eating disorder in high school and just like my college was hard for me. And she was very like, he's helped you so far. Like you, I don't know. Like you don't, he will help you again. Say I do get like an alone again. Like I was able to emerge from it. I think with lots of different, like lots of different themes, I think, but I think it was ultimately God's hand in my life, blessing me through other people and through my savior. So I just know that like, things do get better because of our savior and we help hope for our savior and he won't ever like, because he was born, like, I don't know, because of what he did for us, he's never going to leave us. <laughs> he's helped us now. He's never going to leave us ever. Yeah. So- Plus, thanks so much. That's so, I, I really appreciate you being like vulnerable about that. Cause it, it's, I feel like it's hard to admit, like, I feel like it's sad. It can be hard to admit now in the world sometimes it's like that you struggle emotionally and mentally or you know what I mean like excited question like but I like and I've shared this in the past on the podcast like times where I've experienced that and I like I could think back on my mission that's where I felt like so low and I, I, I think I had, like was, was really deep into depression and I like, 100% can agree with you like the thought of like going back to feeling that low again is like terrifying because it's like it just right. feels yeah. so hopeless you know right here I am like 10 years later and I don't feel that right now and so it's like okay obviously I got out of it and it got better so yeah because of our savior you know he helped me to feel better than how I felt then so um, yeah 
but yeah, it's because of our savior that that's possible. Right. And I love, I love the things that you shared that the, um, the therapist at, B, at BYU that shared yeah. how you helped you through all this in the past to help you through everything in the future. Yeah. I just remember, I think I was at that point, I was, I think I was kind of afraid to get married <laughs> or maybe I wouldn't like be strong enough or, uh-huh. um, and it was like one of my fears. I just remember she, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. like, but I don't think, I don't know you should go into things with fear. I have learned, you know, like, yeah, like just trusting that your savior has helped you and he will continue to help you. Like, yeah. Oh, that kind of, it's like so applicable. I feel like to like so many aspects of our life, like, yeah. Right. And, like this year, even we can say like, I know our savior helped me get through that. Cause I think everyone had like some, I don't know. I think everyone probably went through stuff this year. Right. Like almost right. certain. So like he helped us through that. Like right. we don't know what's coming the next years, of course. Like it could, we don't know, but yeah. Yeah. He helped us through that. We like, I got that video, a video that you're going to post will say like, if we follow him, like he will help us still. Right. Yeah. 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 It's so true. I know like here we are almost to the end of 2020. And I think like the heart, you know, it's just like who, yeah. Everyone's hoping for the 2021 will be the magic solution. I think to 2020, but, <laughs> but we don't know. Like, I mean, there are. No, yeah, we don't know. It'll be better at this point at the end of 2020. So who knows if they'll be 100% better in like 14 or 16 days, however many days left we have here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I was like, for, thinking about it sometimes. I'm like, I'll just have Christmas right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I> don't know. <laughs> yeah. But Charles, thank you so much. Can you remind of everybody of your challenge again? What was it to reflect? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I'll, I'll read it again, my challenge. So it was as, as you think about his birth, ponder why he came and how his coming has changed your life. Okay. And I wrote down here that, that then you'll feel the true joy Christmas, the gift that Jesus Christ gives to you. So ponder why and how his coming changed your life. That's my awesome invitation. Charles, thank you so much. This has been so fun. I'm so glad that we we're able to connect again. And I'm really hoping this recording works. <laughs> So, if not, I said that we have, oh, sorry, go ahead. I just, I like keep learning new things every time we talk. Though, I was so. just saying the same scene. Like our conversation tonight is so different from the conversation conversation we had like two nights ago when we tried I to agree. record. I agree. I the spirit led it in a different place tonight. I like, re- yeah, a really different place. So maybe this is where we were supposed to go instead of where we went a couple nights ago. So yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we don't have to do it again in two nights and have a completely <laughs> different conversation. <laughs> all right well thanks so much Charles and so after this I'm gonna um you're gonna hear the audio version of the video that Chelsea referred to in this um podcast so thank you I'll see you guys next time see you Charles what if there were things you could never take back Words, decisions, mistakes, a world where every heartache lasted forever, where every wound never healed, no autocorrect, no backspace, no delete, a world where man only drifts farther and farther away from happiness, from peace, from God. That's what the world would be like without a savior. Thankfully, 
That world doesn't exist. Because one quiet night, long ago, in a tiny town, a child was born. Born to change all hearts, end all goodbyes, fix all mistakes. Born to overcome anguish, regret, depression, fear. He understands you. He heals us. He can bridge the lonely gap between God and man and bring us home if we let him, if we love him, if we follow him. That's why we celebrate. That's why we sing. That's why he was born. Thank you so much for listening to the Come Follow Me for You and Me podcast. Your love and support means so much to me. I hope you've learned something today that will help you in your journey of following the Savior. Come hang out with me on Instagram at comefollowme underscore for you and me, where I will share more thoughts and impressions from this week's lesson. I would love to hear what you are learning each week over there as well, as you are heeding the Savior's call to come follow me. I'll see you next time.